0: This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Now, for the guests that we've been waiting for, I told you earlier on that we are going to be um, hosting Onesi Morsi, and uh, she is the owner of a fashion uh, styling brand which is called Cimo, um, a lifestyle brand and uh, she is a cape born and bred so therefore she is our own here in Cape Town <laughs> she is uh, a lady that uh, is hard working with a lot of drive she currently resides in Johannesburg and has started this amazing brand and because it is Women's Month we thought you know what let's have a conversation with her let's find out how she does it um, so that she can inspire other women out there to do it as well you know it might be something um similar it might be something different but really to just get up and start working and do something um and so onesimo is here to uh, speak to us about her story um her authentic story onesimo how are you this afternoon
1: Good afternoon, Titula. So, uh, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon to your listeners. I am very well, thank you, this afternoon. Um a bit excited, but a bit nervous as well. Um, you know, we're just getting a flare of this thing, but otherwise we are good.
0: Thank you. Fantastic. No need to be nervous. Um, we're really just having a conversation about who you are and what you've done. You know, you have an incredible brand um, that a lot of people want to know about, and so this is an opportunity for you um, to tell us about your brand. So, what inspired you to establish Seymour Lifestyle brand? Um. Thanks. Thanks a lot, Chitula.
1: So... You know, in terms of establishing the brand, more, um as a person, you know, has always been fashion conscious. So from a very tender age, you know, I would typically mix and match clothing effortlessly. Um, you know, and this love for fashion grew. You know, it grew within me. And, um, effortlessly I would get recognition, you know, in and around my faces, whether it was at work, whether it was within, uh, you know, my, my circles of friends. Um, but, the, you know, there was this constant recognition. You know, it, it became, it became clear to me, uh, that, you know what, there, there was a need for this kind of business, uh, because often I would be approached by a friend here and there to say, hey, Tommy, um, you know, I'm going to a wedding, or I'm going to uh, a date. You know, um, and I've got no clue what to wear. So I would typically get these these, these requests, and um, you know, the the I was I was inundated even by my colleagues at work. In in some of the places I've worked, you, you know, one would often get asked, "Hey, what well, we just have been with We need to get this. We need to get that." So, you know, one could, could could actually just sum up and say um, the establishment of SEMO has been that, you know, effortless um, event, you know. I go to uh, a birthday, for example, I'd go to a bride, and in that bra you have, uh, you know, people who are questioning about maybe, you know, a plain jacket that I've put together with, you know, a pair of sneakers. Or a skirt, or my mom's old dress, and people would be like, "Wait a time, a thing." And she do not to, to, like, In some instances, I would leave an event without the item that I was wearing. Um, <laughs> so it, get, it got to a point where I'm being stripped of my clothing, and I thought to myself, "Hmm, you know, this is a potential business opportunity then for me, because not only were 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 the people around me stripping me, but they were also willing to buy." The, these pieces of clothing, mm. you know, and they were also interested in the fact that they were unique pieces of clothing. Mm. So that's really what um, you know gave birth to to to, to Simo as a brand. Mm. Um, and you know, in, in terms of the name itself, um, Simo is actually a short version of my birth name, mm. Onestimo. So my, my 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 name, my full name is actually Onestimo, and mm. Simo is then short. Off yes. um
0: so yeah. In a nutshell, that's mm. yes, who we are. I love it. I love how it's happened effortlessly, and you know, there's a bit of a, uh, a comical thing in it as well, where you get uh, stripped off your clothing when you've gone to an event or a party. Um, it really, just goes to show that uh, you know you were simply just um, doing, you know, what was normal to you, and everyone found it remarkable and incredible. Um, and so when we look at your business concept, see the business concept, um I have an understanding that uh, you know, there's also jo- a job creation element or model within um the business concept. So can you um tell us a little bit more about that? Um certainly,
1: certainly uh so, so CMO so so the business concept is is is, is keyway, way, right? Um we sell directly to the market, so we sell directly to, for example, a tutula who's looking for a clothing item, whether it's a dress, whether it's, you know, it's a blouse, whether it's a, it's a blazer. So we sell directly from Seymour to the, the, the client. Um, and then the second leg of, of the business model and the business concept is that we've also got um, sales partners. So we've partnered um, with, with salespeople. And these people are representing the brand, all round. So they're representatives of the brand, but importantly, they earn commission. And hmm. um, so that's the second leg of the, the, the brand. And then the third leg is that we've also partnered with in, in, independent distributors, um, and we sell items in bulk to this group of people. So, um, you know, so as I've said, it's, 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 it's the three... Uh, legged, um business concept, direct the clients via the sales representatives as well as in um, via the independent uh, distributors. Mm. Um, and 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 worth noting, Sula uh, is the fact that all the people that we work with at the moment, they are all women. Mm. You know, and um, and it's and it's young women, it's people who are who are. Unemployed, you know, and it's people who have been affected by, you know, the horrible um, COVID nineteen, which has left quite a lot of people unemployed. Um, and it's also worth noting that it's a very small scale. Um, it's not a lot of people that we're working with, but that's really what the model and the concept looks like at the moment. Direct to to, to the to the clients uh, via sales uh, partners, as well as through independent
0: distributive. Mm. Fantastic female-owned as well as female-run business. Uh, my family out there we're speaking to the owner Onesimo Sikwecha, um, who is uh, the founder of Seymour Lifestyle Brand. If you perhaps have any questions for her, you can 08, send them through on 0817291657. That is the WhatsApp line. Um, and so Onesimo, you also attribute to some of your business success so far and just the business drive that you have um, to have to, to, to having the privilege to be raised within an entrepreneurial family where you saw you know your grandmother doing the selling and the buying and so on and so forth. And um, being part of that journey has equipped you pretty much to where you are now. So can you perhaps tell us about those experiences when you were growing up and seeing you know, the adults around you um, being entrepreneurial?
1: Um, thanks once more, uh, Tula. So, um, entrepreneurship is, is 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 true to my being, uh, true and true. You know, growing up between um, the dusty streets of Cape Town, Kaili Cha, as well as um, the Eastern Cape. You know, I was always exposed to my family's entrepreneurial ventures uh, or side hustles, as we call them today. Um, you know. If I, if I think back, if I look back, um, my grandmother, may um, her gorgeous soul rest in peace. She was incredibly rooted to to entrepreneurial um, uh, values. You know, this woman would typically. Um, so she was she was very she was very much a an a, um, agricultural person. Mm. So you know, she would sell seasonal. Um, fresh produce and this she sold to the community um, within which she lived, and that was um, in the Eastern Cape. So, by virtue of being her grandchildren, when we went home for school holidays, we had no choice. You know, we would typically um, be the Abandu who would uh, help Makulu uh, package her goods and uh, make them available for the community that would from time to time come and uh, buy the fresh the fresh uh, produce so or you could pretty much say you know one this thing back to my ancestors um, and and that was from a from a you know an agricultural perspective and then when it came to my dad this is now um, when we were growing up a chuck I used to um, You know, as as an additional income uh, supplement, and as a result of his experience within the cold storage kind of uh, setup as as a professional, he then, um, you know, uh, started selling meat. And this meat, uh, by virtue of being his children, who were involved within the the business, because it was a family business, and between my sisters and I. We would accompany that, you know, going to, to deliver uh, the goods to clients. And uh, so we got exposure there from an, uh, for, from an entrepreneurial perspective. You know, we, between my sister and I, Susanna was always the one who, you know, who carried the, the, the money bags. And, um, you know, there were instances where, um, the meat was, you know, uh, people wanted the meat, but however, they didn't have, tangible cash, so we would literally, um, you know, afford them the opportunity of getting them, buying the lease now, and um, paying for its month's end, or whenever they, they got the money. So what would sometimes happen is that, you know, we'd go then uh, and collect, because we had a black book, um, we'd go and collect, and sometimes, you know, the, the, the opponents were not on it. You know, you'd typically get to a client's house, and um, as soon as we arrive, You'd, you'd hear utter silence, even though there was noise between, um, you know, us uh, 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 entering the gate, you'd hear utter silence and sometimes you'd get dogs, you know, unleashed on us. And that, <laughs> that was, you know, those were some of the unpleasant experiences that, you know, I could us quite a lot about entrepreneurship and the fact that, you know, sometimes you're going to get these hurdles, you know, in terms of uh, bad debt uh, and so on. You know, fast forward, um, towards our high school life, uh, later on in high school, my mom taught us, um, she's, she's always been a creative person, so my mom taught us the skill of making curings. Um, we literally made kiris, um using recycled materials. Mm. So, my sisters and I, together with my cousins, would uh, come to Ekaia for school holidays. We would literally spend our time making these kittings, and we actually sold them. Mm. So, there was quite a market for it because they were made out of natural products, and it was recycled material. Mm. So, once more, you know, that, that, that um, entrepreneurial uh, uh, intuition was, you know, it was sparked the, the creativity and you could literally um, see and yield the profit, you know. And we sold these things uh, to, I remember going to school, and some of my teachers would actually buy these because they were unique, you know, and they were handmade, which which really was an attraction to them. So all these experiences, Tutula, uh, one could, um, you know, uh, end up saying, you know, there's actually moulded me. You know, they've helped me understand the value of hard work. Mm -hmm. They've helped me understand the beauty of 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 family, Mm -hmm. um, you know, businesses and 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 helping people realize their dreams. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah
0: incredible you know um, really uh, you, the way you've put it is is amazing you know just that story of uh, having started at a very young age and being part of the family and seeing and sort of now when you're older you know and in, well in fact while you were still younger mimicking uh, what's being done and being given the opportunity to do so I think that's a lesson to many parents out there that you know give your children the opportunity to be part of what you do especially um, on an entrepreneurial neural level you know um give them a task you know like the way you guys did key rings that was you know part of you being groomed for something uh, bigger um later on in life and so when we look at um COVID-19 you mentioned it earlier on that uh, because of COVID-19 many businesses have been hit hard by this um but uh I want to know how has your business coped, and uh, how do you continue to continue thriving in the midst of COVID nineteen um, pandemic and all the setbacks um, that uh, this pandemic comes with?
1: Sure. Um, oh, when one thinks about you know COVID nineteen and, and just the, the negative um, effects that it's imparting on everyone, uh, you have to. I cannot help but be grateful. You know, I I cannot help but be grateful uh, to God. Um, You know, the one thing that really kept us going is our faith. Um, Our faith in God has really been that cornerstone. You know, um, yeah, God has been good to us. Um, We could not have survived without His grace. Uh, You know, both my husband and I were... Very negatively affected. We got very sick, um, you know, from from COVID nineteen, and and the business surged tremendously, um, you know, during that period. Um, but what really kept us going, um, Tutula, was really the faith um, and, and 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 keeping true to the vision. Um, what also really helped us was the, the the history as well as the maintenance of the great relationships that we had with, you know, our clients as well as our suppliers. So, you know, we, we kept them engaged. Uh, we kept them, um, you know, on the loop on all developments. you know, whether it was um, the fact that we were ill or whether it was the fact that, you know, we were experiencing lots of challenges um, in terms of the availability of stock. You know, um, I recall during hard lockdown, we, I mean, nobody could move. Uh, we literally had to, you know, rethink about what are we gonna do? You know, we had to rethink about how are we going to keep the business going? Um, you know, taking into account all the logistical nightmares at the time. You know, so it wasn't just the fact that you can't you can't get access to the stock, but it was also the fact that with the stock that you've got, um, you know, you can't move the stock, so we were badly affected in that front. Um, in that, we had to share the stock sparingly, you know, within our our, our clients uh, because of the volume that had dropped tremendously. But also, um, from a logistical uh, perspective, the the orders had been stuck in the house. You know, um, we couldn't process the stock, the orders due to lockdown. So all of those experiences, all of those. Um, we were we were, we're relieved, um you know some of the setbacks that have been attributed by um mm. covid 19
0: mm. mm. but yeah. you were able to rise above those and uh, to continue Absolutely. um Absolutely. your message of hope to other women who are out there and feeling lost and feeling as if you know everything um you know is lost because of covid 19 you know there are many um negatives that people are facing in their various uh, you know homes and sectors um you know there's job losses and so on and so forth uh what's your last message to them um
1: look my message to everybody who's listening um and and everybody who's faced with the same similar challenges it's it, it, it's for me simple you know um God says he will not leave, nor forsake us, you know. Um, And those are his promises to us. And in all of this, throughout my ordeal, throughout the experiences with with everything that is happening in and around us, um, God is still God. You know, we trust in him. uh, We trust in his faithfulness. And the the one message I want to say, I want to leave with your listeners is that they've got to trust. In God, with their businesses, you know, with their jobs, with their unemployment situation, with their lives, with their children, with their families, um, you know, with what we don't know, trust in God, and um, for me, that's really kept me going. Um, see, one other thing that uh, has been has been uh, vital, and that I would like to share, is I have developed. Um, gratitude. You know, the test uh, with COVID has really ignited a sense of gratitude within me. Um, So I want to say to your listeners that let us be grateful. You know, be grateful for your health. Be grateful for your health. Take good care of it and and follow the science. You know, we don't know what we don't know about about COVID-19, but uh, let's try to follow the science. You know, and by that I mean, if if it is said that sanitizing works, you know, let's try, by all means, to you know, to sanitize, wash our hands frequently, wear the face mask, and you know, do what you need to do to to preserve and to take care of your health. And last but not least, Tula, um learn new skills. Learn new skills. Especially especially the skill of being agile. Um, You've got to attempt to be adaptable. You've got to be flexible as a human being, Um, taking into account that, you know, there's quite a lot of things that we've got control of as individuals, as human beings, but there's also quite a lot of things that we have absolutely no control over. And, And one of those things is, The pandemic. You know, we've got no control over the pandemic, what it's done, uh, what it has done, what it continues to do, and what it's potentially going to do in the future. But let us try to be adaptable. Let's try to be agile, learn new skills, uh, you know, try and add, um, find out different freedoms of earning income. That way, you know, when, when such things, when you're faced with such challenges, you are you can you can think juggle you know as much as things are not going to be the same, but at least you you are going to have a sense of um and hope you know and um and not necessarily give up uh on on yourself and 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 your children or whatever it is that is dependent on you um and yeah, keep going keep trying you know keep reinventing yourself, find new ways of reinventing yourself, your goals and 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 last but not least, you know, I wanna reiterate the you know the beacon of hope. It's not our lot. You know, um, the fact that we are still alive is a is a great and a golden opportunity for us to you know to, to, to be able to, to reconnect, to rebuild and to re find ourselves.
0: I love that a lot, you know, um, recreate yourself, rebrand, do whatever it needs to be done in order for you to continue. And agility is definitely something that we all need to be comfortable with as we journey forward. Onesimo, how can people reach you um, when it comes to Seymour Lifestyle Brand, you know, just to share your um, handles, whether on Facebook, Instagram, and so on and so forth?
1: Thank you um, once more, Tula. So we are available on, on, on WhatsApp or via telephone, and the number is zero seven nine five one zero eight four six two. The number is 079 And we are available on Facebook. The name of the uh, page is CMO, spelled C double E M O. So that is capital C double E M O And then our Instagram handle is Seymour underscore lifestyle. So that is spelled Seymour, which is C double E M O underscore lifestyle spelled L I F E S T Y L E. And um, our our website is currently under construction. Uh, and the website address is www.cmo.co.zere. The website is www.cmo.co.zere. Thank you
0: incredible story of a young woman um, telling her story authentically talking about entrepreneurship talking about uh, um, all things COVID-19 how her business remained um, thriving through it all and really just giving us hope and encouragement to continue going forward Onesimo thank you so much for joining us this afternoon and we wish you nothing but God's grace over your business may you continue um, doing God's work pretty much and serving people in your own unique way. Um, and may God open doors and may He extend your territory and provide all the resources that you need. Thank you so much.
1: Amen, Susie. Thank you so much. I receive the blessings of Abraham. Have an awesome day to you and your listeners. And Thanks. thank you once more.
0: Thank you. God bless you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Right, family, that uh, being Onesimo, um, a woman that is ready to take over the world through her um, a brand, Simo a Lifestyle brand. Please go check it out. She's given you all the handles um, and be part, become part of something different and unique and uh, um, something that uh, will actually impact someone's life because she also has um, the model of uh, cre- job creation within her business. So please. Please do it, do it, do it. Uh, we're going to go straight to Mr. Grant Nuss right now. So please stay with us for that. We've got about 10 minutes to go until the top of the hour. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.